हेलो माय लिसनर्स वेलकम बैक दिस इज एपिसोड नंबर टू एंड वी आर गोना टॉक अबाउट द योगी सिस्टम ऑफ मेडिटेशन द वर्ड योगा और द प्रैक्टिस ऑफ योगा बिगैन इन माय होम कंट्री इंडिया द वर्ड योगा मींस यूनियन इन द इंडियन कल्चर इट इज बिलीव दैट we are one with the universe and shiva you might have heard about him as a god in hinduism but in the yogic culture it means shiva is space and it is suggested that it is everywhere and nowhere it is the beginning and the end and in the yogic system it is said that we human beings the spirit that resides in our body is shakti and through yoga it is the union of the shakti and shiva so basically how you connect a little piece of yourself with the entire universe remember in the previous episode i mentioned we are all one the concept of separate individuality is not a reality you can say it's in a way we are living in a virtual reality our eyes are the operators that see the physical world and we see we believe it to be real anyway so the yogic system of meditation the credit according to the vedas vedas are the oldest sanskrit scripts ever been found it dates back to 1500s and in the vedas in india it is believed like everything that has come to come of knowledge to the world or at least to the indian community was already written in the vedas some of you might believe that um it is a bunch of hocus pocus and mumbo jumbo or fiction but back home um i say back home because i uh, currently i'm in dublin so that is the reason i say back home i'm not in india right now so back home people believe that is true and they have this faith and if believing in something if having faith in something helps them out in life in some in any kind of manner then i think it's fine to believe in such such a thing such a law or such a maybe reality even i believe in the shiva and the shakti but up till a few years i used to believe shiva was a god but as i involved myself more and more into the meditation and learned about the yogic culture i understood that shiva is not a single person a single place a single being it is the space it is everything and nothing so anyway so according to the yogic system 
the origin of it goes to adi yogi the oldest yogi ever been known to the mankind or what or so i have heard from my gurus in india it has been said that adi yogi was the avatar of shiva himself or you can say the space time continuum was broken by him and over the years he broke the lineage of yoga or transferred the knowledge of yoga to siddhas in india specifically eight siddhas siddhas are basically yogic gurus who have attained the peak you can say or the peak of meditation or the peak of being self aware self conscious in the western term you can say a pro a master of a technique so according to the yogic system meditation is all about hopping out of the puddle of negativity and jumping into the lake of pure bliss according to the system it is not just about stilling the mind but straightening out the knots in the consciousness remember i said in the beginning that adi yogi transferred the knowledge and the wisdom to eight um, gurus one of them or you can say the most eldest of the eight was known as patanjali and according to him there are eight stages of meditation or in the path of self realization you can say so first there is yama it's the word in sanskrit i'm going to translate every sanskrit word in english so don't worry so there is the first stage is yama it it means the ethical life the second stage is niyam it means self discipline the third stage is asana that means the right posture the fourth stage is pranayam it means controlling the energies of life fourth is pratyahara that means disconnecting or withdrawal of your senses from the outer world and the sixth one is dharna dharna means um the power of concentration focus seventh mean dhyan dhyan is equal to meditation dhyan is meditation and the last and the most crucial part or you can say the the peak the benchmark of it is all is called as samadhi it is it is basically a state of pure consciousness wherein the materialistic world the ties to the world and nothing is of importance to you because you have connected to the cosmic power 
it is said that in order to reach the final stage of samadhi you got to master each stage it's like the boss level in a game you know like you have to ace every level to reach that level and so these eight limbs as said by patanjali were the most important bits in yogic meditation and if one wants to you know achieve a state of samadhi everything in the eight section should be filled to achieve that from first one the ethical life to self discipline to having the right posture while meditating to breathing in a right way and in a conscious manner to control the energies to withdraw your thoughts from the outer world to concentrate to meditate and then to enter the realm of pure consciousness in the yogic system apart from these eight stages to achieve the state of pure bliss there are different types of meditation the first and the most renowned one is mantra meditation mantra is basically it is like how do i explain it is too it's much easier to explain in hindi but let me try mantra is you can say our words grouped together and if they are spoken with the correct pronunciation and annotation creates a particular kind of vibration like om namah shivaya is one of the famous and one of the most practiced mantra in the in the entire hindu religion not in just the yogic system and each mantra allows the mind to experience a deeper level of sense or awareness or or self realization it is said that there are a thousand mantras and each has its own vibration if if pronunciated in the right manner my favorite is om namah shivaya because i have been practicing it since i was a child and i don't know about you guys but if you're really interested in in the sounds or in or if you if firstly if you have you have to believe and even if you don't believe i urge you to try and if you believe in in it and trust me it works it works for me and it's not something that requires a lot of um, things to be done you just have to you just have just need a place to sit comfortably with your legs crossed and spine straight i have i'm i want to emphasize on this point because it is believed that the spine is the you can say an antenna which connects you to the cosmic world so you got to keep it straight if it is bent then it is believed the energies don't flow through it so you just have to sit there calm and composedly breathe from your 
nose and exhale from your mouth and every time you breathe in and breathe out in that duration you have to chant the mantra twice for example you breathe you breathe in you say the mantra once you breathe out you say the mantra again so every breath you can for every inhale and exhale you have to chant twice it is also called the nada yoga the mantra meditation is also called the nada yoga it is basically in english it would translate to the meditation through sound apart from that there is kundli or chakra meditation it is my favorite because it encompasses the superpowers in the human body it is believed that uh, the human body has 108 chakras or or points chakra is is a sanskrit word it basically means a disk of energy so in the indian culture it is believed that there are 108 chakra in the human body and among those 108 chakra or points uh, it is believed that the seven are the most essential which are located from the base to the crown along the spinal cord there are seven chakras if i needed to explain chakra it is a difficult concept but let me try chakras are you can say nothing but important energy points in the body um for many many years it has been it has been believed that keeping those chakra in balance would bring you mental and physical well being and kundli is said to be the most important awakening in the human self and it can be only done to the seven prime chakras in the body which i told you are located from the base to the crown of the head along the spinal cord so the first chakra that is on the base is called the muladhara or root chakra in english swadhisthana is the second manipura is the third fourth is anahata anahata is the most important among the seven because it is a junction where um where the three three top three and the lower three meet so basically it is right in the middle where your heart is located and above that is vishvasiddhi vishvasiddhi is located in the throat and then there is ajna ajna is located right between your brows in the forehead and then there is sahasara that is located at the top of the head or the crown each chakra has been associated with specific aspects of your consciousness and have their individual characteristics and function so basically the first chakra the muladhara or the root chakra which is located at the base of the spine it is said that it governs the connection that you have to the outer world and the needs the very basic needs such as food shelter and stability 
it is also believed that if there is an issue with the base chakra or the root chakra it can cause you a number of emotional physical disturbances especially especially in the emotional part or the emotional well-being the second chakra it is called as aswadisthana or the sacral chakra in english it is just below the navel located it is said it is intimately involved in the creative process it governs both your reproductive organs and your imagination a balanced sacral chakra or swadhisthana is essential for coping with new experiences and exploring the world the third is manipura or the solar plexus chakra this sits directly above the navel and in the stomach this chakra is fundamental to the digestion process of the human body it is also an important and mental and spiritual role it is said that one can only embrace the things they experience and can only understand their place in them when their manipura is balanced the fourth and one of the most crucial chakra is called anahata is the heart chakra it is located right at the center of the cardiovascular system or like just above the lungs or in the middle of lungs actually uh, where the heart resides it is said that imbalances here can be responsible for respiratory problems and high blood pressure physically and mentally it is said that a open and a balanced anahata or heart chakra forms emotional connections with other basically what it means that if it is balanced and open one can easily form emotional connections rather than run away from them the fifth is vishvasiddhi which is located right in the throat this chakra governs the communication and self expression it is said that a blockage in the throat chakra can cause feeling of isolation and a range of physical issues from susceptibility to infection to hormonal imbalances it is also said if this chakra is rightly balanced it holds the power to command people not like hypnotize them but it is said that great leaders have this chakra balanced and great dictators as well because this chakra elevates a human being or elevates a person in the capabilities of him to create a following or him to influence others above it is one of the highest chakras one of the not not the highest but the sixth chakra is known as the ajna it is also called the third eye in english it lies just between your eyebrows in the forehead this chakra is said to be the in charge of insight and intuition on both a spiritual and a materialistic mundane level 
it is said that once this chakra is open or is balanced it allows you to see how the world around you is actually connected and dramatically changes your perception or your understanding the seventh one is the epitome you can say is known as the sasara it's also called the crown chakra which sits directly at top of your head at the crown it is said when your chakras are in balance your energy is healthy the crown chakra serves as a power connection to the wider world it is also said if one opens that chakra he can experience true bliss and connect with the cosmic level although it's easier to just list them down but through my experience and through my interviews or you can say through my interactions with the yogic gurus in india it is said that it requires years and years of practice to achieve or open a single chakra like i have met gurus who have been practicing meditation for more than 20 years now and still they are not able to open or feel or balance all the chakras in a in a line that can help them open the crown chakra it is said when when a person can open the crown chakra or the last chakra they enter into a state of pure bliss they disconnect from the world it's 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 not a state from where people it's it's kind of sad but it is it is said to be the actual pure bliss that once people enter such a realm they lose all the connection with this world and by that i mean they are not dead but they are not they are not someone who you can directly interact with because they are not they are in a trance you can say and and somewhat a permanent one because when a person takes samadhi to achieve the sasara which is the crown chakra they sit in a place and they meditate and they focus or they chant and with their eyes closed of course and they are in such a trance state that they lose all the connection ironically they gain the the most pivotal connection but they lose all the connection so these two encompass the yogic meditation culture i hope you guys have found this interesting and uh, i fulfilled my promise as i said i will talk about something related to superpowers and everything it trust me each chakra is related to to a superpower from the very beginning to the very last one each chakra would give you something the f- the first one will let you rid of all the materialistic thing the sixth one will give you the highest of the insights the fifth one will give you a commanding leadership voice which you can actually influence people don't you don't you think like some people have always been more influential and more vocal or more commanding than you like people might say they are like they have practiced and everything but i believe their chakras are naturally more let's say 
opener in clan like it's a bad example but i believe like hitler even though i i hardly believe that he might have meditated but he could command thousands thousands so there must be something there so before practicing i would like you to go and um, read a bit more about them rather than just believing me there has been a thousand thousands and thousands of article out there or you can just go to my website which is mentallymindful.info and i have write, written a blog about it you can read it about that but i would definitely want you guys to go ahead and read about it the whole point of this podcast is to empower user or to tell them more about it and make them dwell a bit in this or make them practice a bit of it to achieve some peace in in life that would be all for now it has been a long podcast guys i hope you enjoyed it and i'll see you next sunday with the podcast on some easy exercises for meditation which you don't have to read much about not like this this is intense i'll come up with some easy ones which can help you guys i hope you enjoyed it see you later